It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Welcome on into After the Game Basketball on ESPN 106.7. After the Game Basketball is presented by Baumhauer's Victory Grill. I'm Zach Blackerby, my co-host Kyle Rush. hey <laughs> We're in the studio today. Let's go. This is like old times. It is like old times. But shout out to our friends at Baumhauer's. Here's the deal. So many people want to be there. It's hard to get a table. And it's, it's, it's the place to be. Great food, great service, great deals, and the best place to watch an Auburn basketball game. We'll chat more about them in a few minutes. But, hey, Auburn basketball takes down Oklahoma. They do their part for the SEC and the SEC Big 12 Challenge that is going on throughout the day today as the Tigers win 86-68. to 68. And this is one that was never really in doubt. Oklahoma pushed, got it within five, I believe, is the closest that they got there in the second half. But even while that was happening, it never really felt like Auburn lost its grip on the contest. No, they didn't. It, from from the beginning, uh, there was one point in time we did. Uh, I've never seen us do this. Uh, the first uh, substitution, uh, I don't know what you call like time. We subbed. We subbed five. We subbed off like five guys at once, and it kind of got us out of rhythm. But uh, other than that, uh, I actually think they got it to maybe three at one point. But, um, yeah, we just accelerated, put the foot on the gas at the end, and went ahead and blew them out. Right. Went ahead and blew them out. Right. Absolutely. And, and we've got a special guest here with us today, my buddy Ryan Pearson, who is in town hey um, visiting. Hey, buddy. Thank you for uh, thank you for hanging out with us for a little bit today. But, yeah, so leading the way for the Tigers – was Jabari Smith with 23 points. He was 6 of 14 from the floor. Um, and, I mean, once again, Kyle, he has a few of those shots where it's just like... I'm just better than you. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I'm just better than everybody on on the court. Uh, he is just... He showed that, that that was one of the most pure, like, NBA advertisements to be the number one pick that he may have had all year just from a like degree of difficulty jump shooting uh i mean it was just uh it was it was it was beautiful uh it it was beautiful it absolutely was beautiful so uh i don't know man i don't know where to start with kind of talking about this game walker kessler continues to be auburn's most efficient scorer with the basketball <laughs> which i mean when you're just literally putting it in just putbacks, riding dunks, stuff like that, your your percentages are going to be pretty high. I'm still shocked we've seen a team try to attack Auburn in that way as far as like limit Kessler, but they seem to be so into stopping the guard or stopping, you know, the you know Jabari in in yeah. the key where they just leave Ke- like why has no one adjusted to that yet? I just don't think anybody has the enough size to be able to do it. I don't. I don't know if anybody can. There's no real. I mean, what do you do? Like, how do you do that? If you say well, take Kessler out of the game, like, what do you even do? I mean, other but you than can, you can take away the passing lane. I, I think there's going to be a team that plays Auburn that says, okay, we're going to eliminate Kessler with that under the basket pass to him, and uh, our guards are going to score like they're all going to score like 15 points that night. I mean. Of course. I mean, if if you take Kessler out of the game, it's, you have to devote a lot of attention. To be able to take him out, I think they got to. We got to. People got to figure out. And Oklahoma did it some. 
if you want to beat Auburn, you've got to figure out how to get Kessler out on defense. You've got to figure out how to pull him away from the basket. Oklahoma did some. They tried to kind of uh, get pull him away where they could drive, cut behind him and stuff like that. But to me, that's how you more, – more so than stopping him on offense because a lot of his stuff is just tra- is trash points. He gets, he gets offensive rebounds, and it's an easy bucket. Uh, he gets defensive rebounds. I mean – he he just it's just he's just a cleanup crew man he's a cleanup crew on offense I think that the key if you want to get if you want to get to Auburn uh, via Kessler you got to get to him on the defensive side you got to beat him on the defensive side to force him to foul you or just to to foul you or clear him get him out of the you got to figure out ways to get him out of the lane because that's mm. just I mean is this a wall it's just a wall there's just nothing you can do um, hit floaters all night I guess he shot four threes today. Yeah, and, and that was four too many. I don't care that he made two of them. Walker, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that dude is. It's like it's cool that you make him like one out of twenty times, but like, please stop. Please hey, stop what if we're it. on a run right now? What if this? What if he's unlocked it? What if he had a lot unlocked an achievement tonight? And that, that's going to be a new thing. <laughs> achievement unlocked. One of three. If a hey, if if Kessler could go one of three, the whole like or one of four every single night no that, no you don't do that let's do it no no you don't want you would rather kd shoot it four more times he gets from such the good arc. looks though like he literally gets the most wide open looks i think that is the going to be the biggest selling point for keeping him in college basketball is if you can fix this this offseason just get a little bit better at shooting the three you could be a first round pick i'm with you i'm with you but there's so much time to work on the jump shot <laughs> in the nba <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> if you just get in there but they gosh, draft dudes who can't shoot all the time i'm just that guy is so much he, kessler's just what a blessing um, he's so much fun to watch i love him I, i'm in love with him yep actually ryan your thoughts do you love him i do love him yep there you go there you go <laughs> ryan's like the same height as walker kessler <laughs> what is he 6'10 i think he's i think he's the clean seven foot isn't he's he? seven one yeah yeah, yeah. but you, you're like six nine no six nice four. You, you were not 6'4". You were taller than that. <laughs> you seem taller than that around me anyway. But, hey, uh, here's the most shocking statistic. Zepp shot it six times. Go crazy, Zepp. That is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, six shot attempts. Like, what are you doing, ball hog? Zepp, what are you doing? <laughs> He's the most, like, giving person on the team, the most selfless person on the team. It's like, why'd you shoot it six times, Zepp? You feeling okay? Yeah. Like, well, I got to get mine. I got to get mine this time. Hey, no. he got to nine, which is fine, which is great. Uh, but that's just, there was a few of those where, like, he attacked the basket from the top of the key, and it's like, Zepp, you get much more open looks than you did for that one, but props to you for going to get yours, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Zepp, c- could you imagine, could you imagine having to having to be guarded? By, what it's like to play basketball being guarded by Zepp? It has to be the most can, – I can't even well, think of I, something I think more miserable. Ha- I think you have to ask the question, if you are being guarded by Zepp, are you even actually playing basketball? Because he just removes you from the equation. You're playing. You're playing like – you're not even playing basketball anymore. You're playing try not to turn it over ball. That's what you're doing, and it's got to be get across the court in ten, get across half court in ten seconds. Ball like it's not. I'm not playing basketball. I'm just trying not to screw up because this dude is on me like a straight jacket. What do you think that is like when you're prepping and you're watching film for this? And it's like if you're a point guard and you're watching film of Zepp and KD. I'll even put Wendell and Jabari in this because they'll occasionally kind of guard you down the court. It's just yeah. like. Oh my gosh, they try so much harder than everyone else. Like, <laughs> they like, do. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go. I don't want any part of this. And Oklahoma, like they, they had like the three hundred and twentieth best 
like turnover percentage in the cut. Like they're terrible. Like they turn it over. What? How many times did they turn it over today? They only turned it over fourteen times, which I think is like less than what they normally do. Right. So, I guess props to Oklahoma. Yeah, good for exactly. them. They also, yeah, exactly. They 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 did protect the ball well. We, but man, it's just got to be. And in KD, like KD can just whenever he just like decides to, he's going to make a play, he just can go turn the ball over and uh, turn him over and go you know make a layup. It's just crazy. So my favorite stat in basketball is plus minus. You know, you are this. a big plus minus. Guy. I, I think it's the most important one. Have you looked? Have you looked at them? To, uh, those numbers? I'm, yet? Lo- I'm going to it right now. Do you know? Hold on. Without looking at it, guess who led in plus minus today? I'm, I mean, I would say Kessler. No. No, Kessler was third. Twenty. It's twenty four, twenty five, and twenty six. Kessler had twenty four plus twenty four. Okay, then twenty five would have to be. I mean, have to be Zep. Twenty five is Jabari. Okay. And then the plus twenty six is Alan Flanagan. Oh yes, I totally see that. I totally see that. I mean, he was terrible offensively today. I mean, yeah. one of four, and he probably should have made all four of those shots. Like they were really good looks. He just couldn't close on them. But yeah. Uh, he but he but he had he, he just big, had so much off ball it's crazy big time offensive rebounds he had he hit I think he hit every one of his free throws um he got there was there was a time there maybe where he they was one of two from uh free the charity stripe no you talk Flanagan or Alan Flanagan okay I'm sorry I'm getting him confused with Cambridge sorry I was I was so ready to go off on Cambridge because Cambridge played I thought he played really good dude Cambridge is on a tear right now yeah yeah like He's and he played 18 minutes, which is a little bit more than he has been playing. So Flanagan was the top plus minus guy. Yeah, he was one of four from the floor. Wow. In 25 minutes, he was plus 26. That's kind of that's, so that tells me he's playing really good defense and he's doing things, you know, to set other guys up on offense. So, yeah, exactly. And that's what normally like that's normally like the Zep Jasper line. That right? is the Zep Jasper line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which we love Zep. Ryan, do you love Zep? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I might drop in. Hey, we'd love to hear from you. 334-321-139. If you got a question for us, if you want to leave a comment, if you want to ask Ryan how tall he actually is, you can do all of that. 334-321-1390. This is After the Game Basketball on ESPN 106.7. So Auburn did their job representing the SEC in the SEC Big 12 Challenge as they defeat Oklahoma 86-68. to Alabama currently doing their job as they are leading Baylor 16 to 11. Wow. Wow. That makes sense. Did they camp out? (laughs) They were talking about it like a week ago. One day. One day only. Yeah. Then they lost to Georgia. So we'll see what happens. They were going to camp out just to camp out. They didn't really know why they were going to camp out. They just were going to camp out. I love that Auburn fans are like, no. Auburn students are camping out for the Auburn basketball game. Like they're exactly. not just doing it because it's fun. Yeah, they, it's it's <laughs> freezing outside. Weather. That's right. <laughs> it's freezing outside. That's no. right. Oh my goodness, how bizarre! How bizarre! Uh, so the biggest storyline going into this wasn't about the game. It was about one of the most emotional videos I had ever seen that Alan yes. Green tweeted out Friday night. Um, was the video a little awkward? Yes. <laughs> Did Bruce Pearl know what to do with his hands? Oddly, no. Um, but Alan Green announcing that they locked up Bruce Pearl for life, which is fantastic. It is now like an eight-year, it's like 5.4 mil. But it's like the increase a year. Yeah, 250 increase a year. Wouldn't that be nice? Very nice. He's I'll just take it. that increase. Just um, or I'm half not, of it. I'm not going to lie. That, no, that number seems low. 
to me, I was thinking it'd be pushing seven. I but think whatever it could have. I think it could have. But Bruce, one of his big things that he always preaches is, and this wine coaches never. It seems like no coaches ever left. He took less money so his assistants could get more money. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, he could have easily been seven, a seven million dollar guy, but uh, he took less money to get keep his guys keep his guys working for him and keep them. Chad Pruitt is ours. Def- oh yeah, forever. For, he's a lifer. Uh, if you take Chad Pruitt away from us, we're gonna have problems. Exactly. Love we can't lose Maddie's dad. No, we can't. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Three, three, four, three, two, one, thirteen. 90 but yeah i mean this set of celebration is crazy because i mean it was the ticker at the bottom of the screen on esp like it is it's national news the fact that auburn extended their basketball coach and everyone is paying attention like this is where we're at now ryan and i were talking we were watching the game about how like when we were in school we went to several basketball games together you could not pay students to go to these games no we would show up like three minutes before the game started we could sit like right at half court (laughs) give away free chick-fil-a pizza all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff yeah it's just amazing it is amazing it is amazing it's just good to get i mean i'm sort of I'm I'm sort of like uh, I, I want, I'm just happy I'm happy in general, but I'm also aggravated that it took like this like weird leak like garbage uh, the LSU, the Louisville stuff to try to maybe like uh, force the force their hands or whatever oh, or, and, I don't know it's just when has this happened before to Auburn I mean literally all this. the time exactly. yeah it's like <laughs> it, why can't we just pay our folks yeah. when they deserve it. Instead yeah. of, you know, waiting for another thing. Because then you get forced, like the whole Gus thing. And people are like, oh, well, that didn't work out well. I was like, yeah, it didn't work out well. Gus deserved the extension, but we got a bad deal because we had to outbid Arkansas. Right. It's like if you would have just paid him after he beat two number one teams and then, you know, three weeks of each other. You, well, he you, had leverage. He had leverage there. But the, And the thing about Bruce is I feel like Bruce has always had leverage. Like, what yeah. are we talking? Like, why why are we doing this? But, um, yeah, I'm just glad. Like, do we deserve Bruce? Probably so, not. So think about this. Think about this. There's literally no more FBI bullcrap that we have to worry about. And Bruce is here for life. Bruce is here till he's 70. Did you? Was it hard for you to not use another word there? What? Oh, yeah. It was very hard. I'm proud of you. I'm keeping it. You've really G. grown. I, the growth the growth in my language mm-hmm. has, has just accelerated. Right. <laughs> right. I want to make an extension joke, but I'm not. <laughs> I was trying to work it in there. <laughs> Yep, yep, not going to do it. I'm proud of you. Once again, that growth is just there. It's it, there. It is. 334-321-1390. We'd love to hear from you as we are uh, breaking down Auburn's 86-68 to victory over the Oklahoma Sooners. And, you know, there, there's opinions all over the place about the Sooners team. They don't have the most impressive record in the world, but when you look at their losses, like, They've lost to Kansas multiple times. They lost to, uh, what, Texas. I think Texas Tech was one of them. Yeah. So, like, this is a team that's played a lot of talented teams. Yeah, And they've sure. played in close ones. Um, so I, I don't know exactly how great of a win it is. It's a yeah. solid win. I was talking with Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer, and he kind of said, you know, statistically in the analytics and all that, um, it's like Auburn beating like an Arkansas. I was gonna or say like a Arkansas, Texas A&M. I was gonna say Arkansas, Ole Miss, maybe somebody like that. Yeah, for sure. Right, absolutely. So three three four, three two one, thirteen ninety. Let's go to the phones and we have Matt. Matt, how are you? What's going on, guys? Um so 
And I said it was a lifetime contract, but it was only eight years. So is it going to be like a rolling contract, or how exactly is that going to work? Do you guys know? I think the gist of it is um, he's just kind of sending the message we're going to do whatever it takes to keep Bruce here. But also, you know, maybe Bruce wants to, what, he's 61? 62. He's 62, so maybe. I mean, he turned 62 this year. That takes him to where he's 70. So, I mean, he's probably ready to hang it up around that point. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, I was just curious about that. Thanks, Matt. Hey, thanks, Matt. I don't want to work when I'm 70, Matt. No. I have no interest in that. How much? I mean, he's not going to have any anything left in the tank after after seventy. I he, mean, he I know people, I know people say that like, well, that's just Bruce. He always has that energy. He's like, yeah, eventually you're going to run out. <laughs> like, yeah, you exactly. can't do that all the time. So I don't know how his voice holds up. Like that's well, beyond me. Well, it doesn't hold up. Like his pressers is gone, but he like has a presser a day later, and it's like, how do you recover? Yeah, we get back when I lose my voice. It's gone for a few days, and we play like. Every three days. So, I mean, I don't yeah, know how he pulls it's, this it's, off. It's crazy. It's like he does the TB12 method for his voice. Yeah, kale and like spinach wraps. <laughs> Probably or like, like lemon juice. Yeah, a lot you of know, gargles, gargles, lemon juice. Big gargler, I'm Big sure. Big lemon juice gargler. I mean, he's doing something right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, uh, go ahead. Eight, uh, so, you, you carries him to 80. I mean, 70 years old. What do you think about uh, – do you think there was talk – handing the reins over to Steven after that? What, what do you think about that moving forward? How do you how do you feel about that if that's part of it? Um, I'm fine with it. Me too. He's earned it. <laughs> and I, <laughs> yeah. uh, and Bruce is not going to leave. Bruce is still going to be here. So I want Bruce around this basketball program in some essence. When when he when when the when he's taken home, I want him. I want his ashes on the side in an urn on the bench forever. Like I, I just never want him to leave. Bruce Pearl Arena. Uh, oh yeah, or the pearl, the pearl center. I'm I'm in, I'm absolutely in. Or call it the clam, because uh, <laughs> the pearl is inside. The pearl's inside. <laughs> there you go. Boo. Boo. Get that out was here. that was bad. That was terrible. That was bad. All that growth talk we talked about. Out of here. Out of here. Just Gone. Do it right out the window. Zilch. <laughs> um. Cool. Well, I was about to say something. Then the pearl com, the clam comment just threw me for a loop. Yep. Oh, we're talking about Steven. I'd be totally fine with that. It'll be it'd be amazing if he stayed for a full eight seasons with no one coming to get him. Like that would yeah. be amazing to me. But um, Pearl Stephen Pearl outside of Auburn is kind of talked about negatively, which I think is ridiculous. I mean, he is such a big part of their scouting and their game defensively, planning. Defensively, he is an absolute basketball defensive mastermind. Like all that that is his thing. Basketball defense is is what he. And you got that is that is just his thing. That is just his thing, and that's how Auburn is always so good because, especially even on the road, because defense travels, and that is that is a Stephen Pearl like thing, right? You want me to read this text I just got? Yeah, y'all are way better than the official broadcast right now. They're all commercials. Uh, he used your other name, but Kyle is my favorite co-host you've ever had. Thoughts, well, comments, concerns. I'm gonna go. go ahead and take the rest of the show off. Guys. All right, <laughs> y'all have a great have a great weekend. Just like Bruce Pearl, you earned it. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to After the Game Basketball on ESPN one zero six seven. It's a tradition unlike any other for Auburn basketball. Um, no, we're not. We're talking about something much more sophisticated, much more calculated, much more planned. Um, can I hear you? Can you? Yes. Okay, yeah. there you are. Here I am. All right. Um, 
So Oklahoma basketball Twitter, they put out their the final score and they lost. And Auburn fans already at 2.3 thousand memes. And my favorite one, and yes, this is coming from a, a guy who is a hardcore Patriots fan, but um, Tom Brady retired to watch more Auburn basketball. That's spectacular. <laughs> That's current. It's topical. That literally just happened. Yep. So somebody during the game. So somebody got on Canva really quick after <laughs> after that happened. Deep and they, fried that sucker. Deep fried that meme and got it up there. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just picturing Tom Brady watching it in you know his millionaire mansion in Tampa. Millionaire mansion. Millionaire mansion. We all had a picture that came to my mind. And yeah. uh, about five minutes into it, he's like, "You know what?" He calls Shefty, and he's like, "Go ahead and put it out there. I'm done. I got to watch this. I got to watch tomorrow. <laughs> I got to watch this run. How this run ends? Right. Absolutely. Uh, I got two. I got two, and one of them may have been used before, but uh, this one I've never seen, and it's so funny. <laughs> It's the basketball team in this gas station with this kid, and it says, you just lost the Auburn men's basketball team and a random child they found at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you have one? I just really like the Zach Tiger King meme with the mustache <laughs> from last week. That one just still is my favorite. And then Pat Bradley says, you just lost a walk of Kessler. Yes, I saw that one as well. I haven't seen that one yet, so that's good. Uh, and then just a self-plug here. Um, the Locked On Auburn Discord will discuss how bad you are at basketball. <laughs> so You just lost to the school not too broke to retain its premier coach. <laughs> I could do this all day. They're hilarious, man. They absolutely kill me. It's, they have, like, conference calls and stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, they do. I've hopped in on a few of them. And they'll, like, they'll be like, how do I meme? And they'll, yeah. like, they have, like, a step-by-step yes. process of, like, well, here's how you make it uniform. You go to this website. These are the settings you need to do after you make it to deep fry it. So we yeah. all have a similar theme. And I love that opposing team people are like, oh, these are all terrible. It's like, yeah, that's the joke. That's the point. They're all ter- they're awful. And it's hilarious. They're, it's That's so funny. It, it is funny. And when they get in this little app where it's, it's like Wombo or something like that, <laughs> and they'll do like two players' faces singing a song or something like that. And I think – Jabari and Walker, there's one of them singing My Humps or something like that. And you just, just laugh. It's, I mean, it's, it's just amazing. It's yeah. just hilarious. There's a lot of creative and really, really funny people out there. Hey, after the game, basketball is presented by our friends at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Baumhauer's is the best place to watch any kind of sport, but especially Auburn basketball. Yes. It's, uh, it's packed. And, you know, the folks that are there are really into it. It's like you're in Auburn Arena. You're there. Like you're there. I mean, it costs way too much now to get an Auburn basketball ticket. Baumhauer's, you can just go and eat, you know. Yeah, and you could, you could fool people into thinking you're there. Right. Just by hold the phone up and the sound and the audio, everything. Yep. It's amazing. Yep, absolutely. You could take a selfie of yourself. I'm sure you could angle it. There's so much Auburn memorabilia on the wall. I'm sure you could angle it. We're like, oh, my gosh, they're in Auburn Arena. Yep, totally. Geotag that They should stuff. sell tickets. Um, yeah, they should. <laughs> They absolutely should. But no, be sure to uh, go and check out our friends uh, at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. All right, so where does this team go from here, Kyle, as far as, okay, Auburn did its part for the SEC in the uh, the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Now on Tuesday, they host Alabama. Alabama. Right. A team that's been all over the place. In the past few weeks, they've been down, but we've seen this team, you know, hang with the likes of Gonzaga. And you know, they, they, I mean, they beat they beat a good Houston team, but they lost to a really really bad Georgia team. Yeah, they've had some terrible terrible losses. They're kind of a team that plays to 
who they're playing like, to their competition. They're leading Baylor by four right now. Gross. It's that raucous crowd <laughs> at Coleman Coliseum from the rafters. I mean, all 4,000 of them are just going crazy. <laughs> all dozens of them just screaming at the top of their lungs. They had a camp out. I don't know if you know this. Did we confirm that they had a camp out? No, but I just want to think that they did. I want to think it was like four dudes with like a kerosene, not like a little propane tank. And one of them's dog. name was Chad. Yeah. The other one's name was Bert. And then like a Connor, probably. Connor would camp out. There's a Connor. There's in there no somewhere. question about it. There's no question about it. All right. So Arkansas beat West Virginia. That's a good one. Of course, Auburn beat Oklahoma. LSU losing to uh, TCU. That's, even though, that's not a good look. Even though it was on the road, was a bad look. That's not a good look. Yeah. And then Missouri got killed by Iowa State. Which is fine. I mean, no big deal. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Um, cool. Do we have active scores? Let's see. Uh, we just we have Ole Miss up eight uh, to Kansas State. Uh, Florida is actually down by um, ten to Oklahoma State at home. So Florida needs to needs to suck it up. Can I issue an apology on Florida real quick? Can yeah. I can I can I have a second? Sure, man. So I've been saying that like Florida is the team to look out for. I'm super worried about them. Um, in mm. my mind. They're better. Florida was way better than what they actually are. Yeah, they're not. And very good. so that's on me, and I apologize. Yeah, that that I'm I'm with you though. Like we've played so poorly against. I think it's it's like past like experience, put PTSD against Florida. We play our worst games when we play Florida, but they are just not very good. They got one Case Castleton's like their best, pretty much all they have. Is that the number twelve guy? That's the big tall. Yeah, I think he's out now. Is he? I think so. Oh, then they're really bad. Um, right, right. Yeah, they're going to be bad, really bad. So, like, let's look at this. Let's look at this legitimately. Let's look at this legitimately. Where the, the loss has to come? Like, we have. Yes, it does. It has to come. Where does it come from? In SEC in February. Tourney. In February. So you think they went out and then they lose in the SEC tournament? Yes. Okay. I'll be okay with. We're that. We're fine with that, right? Are we okay with that? Yeah, I would be okay with that. I, I, as long as you clinch the. Uh, the regular season title, like let's get a banner, and then just. Uh, how do you think Bruce handles if we clinch with like two games left? How does Bruce handle that? We're the one seed in the conf in the conference tournament. What what? How do you hand like? Do you still go all the way with it? Uh, it's a humbling experience. I, I think when you get uh, the thing uh, is when you get that far, you want to go ahead and run the table. I think when you get there uh, in basketball, you want to go ahead and run the table and finish it off. But you play – so let's look at it. So this week we have Alabama at home, which I just don't see us losing a home game. Uh, I'm with you. Period. I'm with you. And then you go to Georgia, which I think Auburn could possibly have more people there than Georgia fans. I've they're already been talking about it. And they were organizing this trip. Before, like, the season started. Yeah, the takeover, the heist, yes. if you will, in Athens. Because, like, you can get a good ticket for, like, 14 14 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> hey – if you want to see Auburn play this year, the, the most uh, cost-effective way is to go on a road. <laughs> go on the road. Yeah, depending on where you live, Athens or Gainesville may be uh, your best bets. Oh, Gainesville, you, we could just completely take that whole place over. Sweet. They, they probably don't even know they have a basketball team. They they definitely don't want to watch this game, this coming uh, up game. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, so you got Alabama and Georgia, and then Arkansas could be – who? what Arkansas team do you play? They could be straight – you play that, there, that's, too. That's the big question. That's the one I'm looking at. That's probably the toughest one now. I think so too. Because A and M's at home, right? Yeah, A and M's at home, and then so that helps you. And then you play Tennessee on the road. 
So that could be a tricky one. Well, you say that, but like Bruce owns them. He does. We said that about Kerman owning uh, Bruce. <laughs> That's fair. But like Bruce, even, like they even beat Tennessee last year. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can't think of the last time he may have lost there. I mean, I don't even count. I don't count the season that. Like that I we think he got name. elected mayor and stuff there. Like he owns that town. And you know, like they they want to hate him, but they just love him. They and they just get this is like, oh, just love that dude. But I I want to hate him. I was talking to somebody who covers the balls, and uh, he kind of made the jokes like that barbecue is like the most important barbecue to ever happen in life. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yep. It's the best thing ever. He said it was the worst barbecue to ever happen. I'm like, no, it's the best barbecue it's to ever happen. It's the best. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Well, whoever, whatever recruits he invited over to get Aaron Craft, I'll never forget it. Some nice smoked meats. Thank yep. you. Uh, thank you for smoking the meats, Bruce Pearl. Thank you. Absolutely. And, yep. and taking now he's that, got a lifetime contract, baby. And taking that picture, that infamous day. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. That off centered selfie. Love it. Yep. He's gotten a lot better at a selfie game now. Oh, he's elite. <laughs> yep. Elite. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right. 334-321-1390 is how you can be a part of the show. Zach Blackerby, Kyle Rush, Ryan Pearson, our special guest. We will continue After the Game Basketball next right here on ESPN 1067. Hello, everybody. You're listening to After the Game Basketball on ESPN 1067. Recapping Auburn's win over Oklahoma, 86 268 and I think it's telling how this game started and Ryan you talked about this a lot I mean it's kind of been on a stretch here where Auburn's kind of started slow and they've had to dig themselves out of a hole I mean they controlled this one from the get-go absolutely from the very beginning I mean it seemed like they just had the they mastered the game I mean they really did they They never trailed no they didn't they never trailed it was tied for 28 seconds to wire um let's go straight dominance straight up dominate oh yeah love right. it right hey what's this deal like all of a sudden we're gonna shoot we're 80 80 percent plus uh free throw team like yeah, what's going on that is weird i mean that was the weakness of this team for so long and now they're doing a good job of getting to the line and then capitalizing um on it Jabar, so jabari was nine of ten kd was five of six zep was three of three cambridge was three of three um I mean, what's happening? I like it. Is there any concern that Jabari, like, he's not, like, super efficient still? Where, like, where he's 6 of 14? Is that any concern at all to you? I think it's going to get better. No, I'm, I'm not. I, no. I, I think in tournament play, he's going to go, like, 8 for 12 on a regular basis, and it's going to be beautiful. I, and anything to me over, like, 40% is pretty is – You're pretty, good with that? It's pretty solid. I he mean, does – he shoots, like, let's just be honest – he shoots low percentage shots. That's often. true. Every very low percentage shots, fadeaways uh, that are that are deep jump shots. Uh, I mean, contested. He shoots a lot of low percentage shots, and he still shoots typically forty to fifty percent in a game. Um, and then one thing I think his biggest weakness, and if it is just ball handling in general, I feel like if he could drive more. He could get. I mean, he got to the line uh, ten times tonight. I mean, he could get there every single night just because nobody. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? How do you how do you guard him? Yeah, you foul him. Exactly. And you hope he misses one of his free throws. Exactly. And he doesn't do that very often. Um. Yeah, I, I'm there with you. I, something something I heard during the broadcast too. Think of this is something else to put this all into perspective. He's not even 19 yet. 
That's crazy. His birthday is in like May or June or something like that. You just look at that dude and just physically, and it's like that dude's like a grown man. He's one of the youngest players on the court. Unreal. <laughs> like literally one of the youngest players on the court, and he does things that pros do. Like it's just unbelievable. And he's standing next to Zep, and Zep's like 28. Yeah, Zep's, <laughs> Zep's like almost fully vested in his 401k. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, man, it's just – I, I you, we can't we literally cannot express how special this kid is and that he play that he's playing for Auburn is just like d- soak in every single game like drink it drink every single game in that you can of Jabari Smith like it's the sky is an NBA All Star one of the most gifted I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna call him a big man I mean he's six ten six eleven like right. gifted big men that we've seen in I don't know how many years uh, in the in the draft uh, recently. So um, he just continues to do it, man. He come he had a poor game. Uh, he had a one a poor game for him last game, and he comes back and just goes off. Yeah, yeah. His line against double, Missouri, double. I think it was two of fifteen. Yeah, couldn't buy one. I don't think that'll happen again. No, I said it. We said it. Would that would never happen? I think the fact that that happened in a loss or in a game that you like that should have been a loss yeah. that you didn't lose, like, is such a blessing. I do. I could not. I could not have said that any better. Because um, really? I, I, I stumbled all over that statement. You know, you couldn't. Have, I mean, that the the way that game played out and to come back and win it is almost as good as as lo- just losing it. Because I, I mean, I still feel like there's got to be a loss there somewhere. But maybe that Missouri close win that should have been a loss maybe that that is what would turn will turn this team around and get them uh you know get them down on the second half of the year so um yeah Jabbar like I said Jabari turning around from two to 15 to what he did today uh he's just god almighty he's just fun to watch he is fun to watch he absolutely is fun to watch and we're still doing this we're still having this much success and Flanagan Alan Flanagan has not even not quite reached his full potential Yet on offense, but even, even though he led plus minus, I still feel like that's that's one last element that if it's unlocked, it's literally impossible to stop this team. Yes, and I was kind of ready to talk about Flanagan more. Yeah, but then I started looking at like his non-scoring stats, and it's like, oh, he was actually really good. Yeah, today. So, but. I mean, if Al can figure out how to get in, and it seemed like he was fitting in better offensively, like in his first two or three games back than he is now. Coming off the bench. Or, I mean, I guess he came off the bench the first game. I don't uh, know. Because the, De- cause Devin, because. Um, the first game he came off the bench, and the second game Devin had COVID, and he came in and he started. I, I'm weird. To, I was talking with some uh, friends of mine. I almost wonder if well, maybe it wasn't necessarily coming off the bench, but playing less minutes maybe playing less minutes and then the packages that he was in like who he was playing with yeah think about this Kessler's on the court Jabari's on the court Katie's gonna shoot as much as he can um and then you got you got Allen trying to find touches find good offensive possessions I almost like what if he was in that second wave what if Allen came in with Wendell and Dylan where he's the one of the better skilled offensive players like could that help him uh, offensively, I, I I don't know I, that that just seems to me like the last little piece. So that, who would you start there then? I mean maybe Devin. I mean maybe Devin. Devin's playing. I mean the dude just comes in and he gets all. He's an offensive rebounding machine. Um, he plays really good defense. Um, 
they do a lot of a lot of similar things. Devin just seems to be the more comfortable mm-hmm. player right now. Um, I'm not saying it needs to happen, but it, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out how we can get the the offensive production uh, out of out of Allen better. But he's so good on defense and and rebounding and the little things like you said the the non scoring uh, statistics maybe. Maybe we don't necessarily need it. Maybe we well, don't need that. Yeah, he and Zepp are so good off ball defensively. Oh. It's crazy. It's He's, crazy. The way he can get, get through screens and things like that. But that stuff doesn't show up. It doesn't. In a box score, you know, you look at the, you know, the four shots that he took um with three of them being around the basket tonight where it's like, okay, you know, you, you need a little bit better touch there, but I don't know exactly how you deal with that because it seemed, I mean, he wants to start because, I mean, and Bruce wants to start him. Yeah. And you give him, what, how many minutes did he play? 23. He played 25, 25 minutes today. Minutes, yeah. So, I don't know, man. He got a ton of time, yeah. Three, uh, four assists, three rebounds. Um, I mean, not bad, not a bad line. You just, you want to see him scoring 10 points. You want to see him scoring 10 points a game. If, if he scores 10 points, Auburn's, you're going to get beat. Because that means everything's kind of flowing. Right. Do you think the current way he's playing benefits Auburn long-term because he's probably not going to go to the NBA? Or do you think the NBA is going to be so interested in traits where it's not going to matter? I mean, I want him to be so good that he does go into the NBA because that means we just we literally have waxed everybody that we play. Yeah. But if you think about uh, – Wax we, on, wax off, baby. Exactly. <laughs> when you think about some of the things and some of the pieces we could lose going into next year, um, it could benefit Auburn. It could benefit Auburn in the long run. And then Allen could be one of those guys. There, that It's not very rare that you have a dude play four years and come out in the fourth year he's just – like a better player, he's just a much better player. And I always thought his his I've always thought his game was a lot similar to Isaac Okoro. Only Okoro was just like three to four years ahead of him. So, um, you know, the setback with the Achilles, if he were to happen to come back next year, could you get that type of could you get that type of player out of Allen? Right. All right, let's head into our final break of the, this week's edition of After the Game Basketball. Uh, Zach Blackerby, Kyle Rush, special guest. Uh, and America's sweetheart, Ryan Pearson. We will have our final thoughts on Auburn's win over Oklahoma in just a moment right here on ESPN 1067. All right, final few minutes here as we uh, finish recapping Auburn basketball's win over the Oklahoma Sooners. Um, Any kind of final thoughts, gentlemen, um, as we kind of put a bow on this one? 20 wins before February again. Absolutely spectacular. Yeah. Um, that is, I mean, we're we're sitting here trying to figure out where the loss is. That's what's correct. We were just had a conversation. Hey, where is this team going? Where could this team lose? Like it, it, they're that they're that good, and how cool of a conversation is that to have after a basketball game? Yeah, it's. I remember when you know the early stages of Bruce Pearl's tenure here. It was like, can Auburn get to twenty wins? <laughs> yeah, twenty wins. That that it's was like if you can get to twenty wins, that's a pretty good season. Yeah, if, can you get to twenty wins and get yourself on the bubble? And, you know, maybe you do one or two things in the SC tournament and you get in. That was the original conversation. Yeah. And now it's January still, and Auburn's got 20 wins on the season. Where, it's crazy. And we're talking about where where could we possibly lose. I think it's going to be Texas A&M or early in the SEC tourney. I really do think so. Really? Yeah. I mean, it, it would not shock me. But 
just on the other side of the coin, guys, is what if this team is that special? I don't. I, <laughs> I almost. I, I think about the Kentucky team that that was so good. Yeah. They really. They rarely got challenged, and then they kind of went out a little bit earlier than they thought they would in the tournament. And Auburn had a team very similar to that. Not they. They went out way earlier than the Kentucky team, but like, I just really want that. It, it just seems like how po- is it possible to be so good and then. Like, how do you keep it? How do you keep going? Like, how do you keep the intensity every single night when you just wax people by 20? Uh, I mean, what do you do? Well, Bruce Pearl teams are so good about peaking at the right point of the season. We saw that with the Final Four That's run. Another thing. Yeah. We saw it the following year, so two seasons ago before the season got canceled. I mean, Auburn was playing its best ball going into the SEC tournament, and the SEC tournament got canceled. Um, but really the only year recently where Auburn didn't peak late was the year that they won the SEC regular season championship. But, you know, uh, McLemore got hurt. Right. And then they just kind of backed their way in and they got a few more wins. They beat South Carolina to wrap the thing up. Just kind of held on, yeah. Yeah, and then it's like this team's not going to be in a situation to go deep into the tournament. And they weren't. You know, they beat um, Charleston, which is cool. But then, you know, they got blown out by Clemson. Right. Um, you know, the, the following game there. But since then, Bruce has done such a good job in most years. They've done such a good job of peaking towards the end of the season. And this team is better than it was three weeks ago. Yeah. When we're like, you know, oh my gosh, this team is so great. It deserves to be the number one team in college basketball. And there's still a bunch of things they could clean up. Oh, yeah. I mean, they could still limit turnovers. They're still missing oh, yeah. assignments every few or, you know, five or six times down the court defensively. Like, there's right. plenty of room for them to grow. They're still missing a ton of layups every single game. And so it's like, can this team peak a month from now? And I still think it can. I mean, we're still not shooting great from from three. I mean, we're 26% today. Like, um, I mean, there, 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 there's some, there's some pieces left that if they all come together, like, yeah, you're right. I guess that's the kind of thing that, as a coach, psychologically, you really have to pick and prod and find the things to keep these guys motivated. And um, that's kind of scary to say that maybe this team hasn't even peaked yet. Like that's, that's I don't, kind of, I don't think they have. That's kind <laughs> I, of scary. I, to I don't think, about. think they've peaked yet. So where is that peak? Um, what's the highest point on earth? I guess Mount Everest. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Don't stop till you get to the top. That's right. Be number one in April. There you go. There you go. The two highest points on earth, Mount Everest and Walker Kessler. Let's yes. go. Let's yes. go. Um, cool. So we will be back next week talking about Auburn's uh, game against – who do we play next Saturday? Uh, we play Georgia. Georgia. Should be a barn burner. Yep. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, we'll, we'll recap that one. Uh, thanks again to Howers for making After the Game basketball possible. They are the best place to watch Auburn basketball, any Auburn sport. Uh, Howers Victory Grill off of the Bent Creek exit in Auburn. Ryan Pearson, thanks for making a special guest appearance. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yep. Kyle? Glad to be here. Yep. All right. And thank you so much to Austin for uh, holding things down behind the board. This has been After the Game basketball on ESPN 106.7. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.